Welcome to the Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True, and today I'm picking a fight with mountain bike suspension because it's pointless. Okay, obviously there are types of mountain biking where suspension is borderline required, but to the vast majority of people who put rubber to dirt, suspension does not matter. A lot of people go through the following mountain bike evolution. You start on a hardtail, move to a full squish, but eventually find your way back to a hardtail. The most hardcore of this crew keeps this journey going, eventually ending up on a fully rigid, and lastly, a fully rigid single speed. Now, I haven't gotten to the single speed yet, but I've made it to the fully rigid, and I can tell you that mountain bike suspension is at best overrated. Okay, to explain, let me tell you my full mountain bike story. After a few years riding bikes procured mostly from big box sporting goods stores, I learned to actually ride on a buddy's hardtail before finally getting my first real bike. A full suspension Rocky Mountain Element, and I thought that I was the shit. I looked at the Fox rear suspension float as the difference between what I was doing before and becoming a real mountain biker. But it didn't take long before the upkeep bills started, and then the mechanical issues, along with the realization that for my riding preferences, flowy single track, working hard to keep the rubber side down, my rear suspension wasn't really doing anything except for adding weight and complications to my mountain biking life. So I went back to a hardtail, a titanium Linsky Pro 29 with a front suspension fork, and ugh, it was glorious. After that, and some might view it as a downgrade, but not me, I replaced that Linsky with a Salsa Timberjack, a 27.5 inch all-mountain rig that came with a front suspension fork and a dropper post, which was a bigger deal than I was expecting because dropper posts, well, they eliminate the need for any rear suspension. And then, this past winter, I wanted to add a 29er back to the quiver. In the COVID-decimated landscape of trying to find a bike that wasn't a giant or a trek, I finally found a local shop who had a surly karate monkey. I had that shop add 29-inch wheels as well as a dropper post, and while my intent was to add a suspension fork, a little voice in my head, let's call that voice Chuck, said, Go with the rigid. Just try it. And I haven't looked back. Here's the thing, people. In the nine months since getting my rigid bike, I've improved as a rider, and I've yet to encounter a trail where I can definitively say, that would have been better with suspension. Riding this bike has proven to me that we are all riding at the whim of big suspension, AKA the mountain bike suspension industry. Expensive components that have been added for so long that we expect a mountain bike to look a certain way and never question their effectiveness. Think about who you see on the trail when you're out riding. In addition to the other hardcore riders out there, there are tons of noobs on mass-produced mountain bikes, all with front-end suspension. Most of those bikes are never going to see a rock garden or a strip of single track. They've been sentenced to a lifetime of fire roads, and none of them, nor their riders, need suspension. Need another example of how suspension is mostly bullshit? How about the rise of gravel bikes? The trails where I live are dusty and rocky, and I see more skinny tires out there than maybe anything else. And when a spandex-clad gravel biker is zipping by your full suspension tank, you know, maybe you'd be okay with a little less bike under you. There's a trend in the outdoor space that is as old as the industry itself to make technical features the main point of decision-making when buying new gear. The bottom line is that while, yes, innovation has greatly benefited our quest to seek out sick new outdoor adventures, simplicity still has its place. Cotton doesn't always kill, and mountain bike suspension doesn't always make sense. 
So go get yourself a rigid fork for that hardtail that's collecting dust in your garage. The benefits you reap will be the knowing nods of your mountain biking brethren when they see you deftly dodging the stones being thrown during this particular rock fight. Thanks for listening to The Rock Fight. I'm Colin True. Are you looking for some liquid courage to pick your own rock fight? Why not try Sawtooth Brewery's Fully Rigid Belgian Strong? Because if you're going to ride a fully rigid rig, you need a beer that's as strong as you. We are the self-proclaimed most exciting new podcast in the outdoor space, and we want you to pick a rock fight with me. Let's battle! What's your favorite mountain, sport, movie, piece of gear, trail, mountain town, beer, coffee, campfire song? Email your suggestions in to myrockfight at gmail.com. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight, LLC.